0: And welcome to The Hill Is Always Greener, a show where us four friends have chill, low key, fun discussions about Sonic the Hedgehog to distract themselves from literally everything else in the world. But we're not (laughs) going to get into that. Gentlemen, uh, introduce yourselves. I am uh, Jeremy, also Game Buddy.
1: I'm Cyberlink.
2: I'm Rock the Jake. I'm Valero. Oh, I suppose I'm also called Chris, but I've not called myself that in a while, even though everyone calls me that on the podcast. It gets
3: a bit confusing, I'm sure. <laughs> a smidge.
2: Just uh,
0: occasionally.
3: I like the uh, I like the energy that you brought to the intro, by the way, Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: think I I try, I try.
3: I feel Jim, like when... start your engines. That's all. That's all. <laughs>
2: think
0: of. Rolling star, <laughs> <laughs> Daytona. I can't hit that note.
1: Game over. Yeah.
0: So, um, uh, like always, before we jump into our uh, fairy. Uh, interesting unique uh topic that i'm excited to talk about uh has anybody done anything else related to sonic in uh
1: the interim
0: between episodes
1: i i'm not sure if uh chris have you also done this thing depends on what the thing
2: is gonna have to be a bit more oh oh that thing yeah
1: (laughs) (laughs) yeah so chris and i have both read issue 50 of the sonic idw series and that it's real good (laughs) <laughs> it's real good. If For all of
2: you who haven't read it yet, uh, whatever the hell date it is, by the time you hear this episode, it just came out recently. It is a good and It's nice. It's, you know, it's an, a Sonic issue 50. That's good. As uh, Bobby Schroeder pointed out, it's nice to have that.
0: Hey, yes. Yeah, nice to have a, yeah. a 50th issue of Sonic that is just, well, I'm going to say it objectively good in every way, at least compared <laughs> to the other sonic 50s we've got
2: and what, what i'm talking about specifically is uh, as also they said uh it's the hedgehog titled comic specifically yeah. like sonic <laughs> universe's 50 was good stc 50 that's a classic but uh, you know you know yes
0: <laughs> yeah Endgame is bad it's fine it's fine it's <laughs> yeah. not i a non-controversial statement in my neck of the woods
2: but yeah there's a terrible <laughs> ending to that part of the mcu
0: um That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's neither here nor there. No, I I have not got up to that yet. I'm a I'm a trade paperback guy, so maybe by the time this episode comes out, the the trade will be out. But I have seen some highlights, and it seems like oh, I'm just I'm I'm very excited. I did uh, uh, I I ordered two variants of the cover that I'm going to mount on my wall because they're they're beautiful and from my favorite artists. Shoutouts to to John Gray and Evan Stanley. Who, oh, I just, I love them. They're so good. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I love those variants too. So I'm I'm excited to to catch up with with those issues and all of imposter syndrome, and so I can have the full package.
1: It's real good, and I'm looking forward to when we can discuss them more in depth. Oh yeah. How about you, Jake? You do anything, <laughs> Sonicky?
3: Uh, yes, I, I have not read issue 50. Cause I think I mentioned before, I usually wait till my local library has them available digitally and then I just read through it that way. <laughs> but, um, but from the sound of it, I'm looking forward to reading it. Uh, however, I did do something sort of, sort of Sonic-y recently. Um, uh, first of all, I've gone back to playing Sonic Media on the Switch recently cause it's been nice. a little while since I played and mm, that's just such choice. a good game. <laughs> um, but that's, that's not the main thing. Uh, as of recording, yesterday, I turned 32. Woo! Whoa! Whoa. Happy birthday! Oh, well, you are a baby compared to us. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so, uh, on my birthdays, uh, my fiancé really, really enjoys just, like, themed birthdays and parties in general. Um, if she had more time, she would do it as much as she could, really. <laughs> but um, this year, she she wanted to try to do something at least somewhat Sonic-related. Oh. So, so the morning of my birthday, uh, she comes in and starts playing like this just random Spotify playlist of like different remixes of Green Hill Zone. And she hands <laughs> me a package and I open it up and it's the severed head of Jaleel White. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she got me adult Heelys. <laughs> oh <my goodness. laughs> cool. So I can so I
0: can roll around at the speed of sound. <laughs> Soap shoes for the new generation. <laughs> exactly. I
3: love it.
2: <laughs> my brother in Christ, she is a keeper. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
3: yeah. Like, I literally, I, I told like three or four people, like, so I know she's supposed to be my wife forever and ever because <laughs> she got me a <laughs> donkey. <adult laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, that's, I love that's that. beautiful. Thank you yes. for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I figured out how to, like, get the wheels into the heels. That's a fun thing to say now that I actually said it out loud. <laughs> and, um. Uh, I, I went to the kitchen and, like, tried to, like, just kind of play around with it and, like, feel balanced. And I almost totally wiped out. <laughs> but <laughs> Yeah, that's the now, stuff.
0: I, I was going to say that now that you are, are getting deeper into your 30s, just know that if you do fall, you will probably never be able to get back up. So, be
3: very good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, well, I feel it because I, I also went bowling for my birthday last night and, like, it was a ton of fun, but I'm feeling it in different joints and stuff today. <laughs> Oh Um, yeah, (laughs) but uh, but I am determined to get good at not only balancing but like straight up like skating around on those heelys, so that I can just record like a five second video of me like entering frame left, exiting frame right, and having the sound of (laughs) rolling around at this (laughs) speed.
0: Oh, I wish you the the most luck imaginable.
2: I wish you the least amount of injuries possible if you can help it.
1: (laughs) Thank you. I hope if you wipe out, you at least get it on tape so we can watch. Yes.
3: (laughs) Um, And and also to mention, a friend of mine got me uh, uh, another Sonic-related gift for my birthday, which is super cool. It's one of those um, 3D lamps, like the acrylic. It's like the acrylic, uh, like cut out of sonic and it's got like the led that changes colors underneath oh, yeah, yeah I know. Those. yeah yeah. Those, yeah cool laser cut yeah those are neat yeah so I, I have it like right here like on my on my desk and it's just you know going through all this right now so i can really feel the sonic energy as we do this podcast <laughs> <laughs> the good vibes you know actually why am i not wearing my helix for this podcast because <laughs> <laughs> you don't need to move <laughs> <laughs> good point
2: yeah, but if you need to go to the bathroom, you could do it really fast, so
3: it's totally helpful <laughs> in <if> that
1: respect. <laughs>
3: Ain't
1: no rest in this room. <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> 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 oh my goodness. But yeah, that's that's my Sonicy thing. All right. Nice. Happy birthday to me. <laughs>
0: yes. A very and happy birthday. No one birthday. else. No. And no one Absolutely else. Absolutely <laughs> not. All right. Well, I think now it's time for our main topic, which is going to be Sonic compilations today. Let's do it. <laughs> um, the first thing we realized when when putting all this together is that there are quite a lot of these. Um, <laughs> but we, we decided to narrow it down to. Um, yeah, but basically just the ones with Sonic in the title yes yes uh and some brief mentions of the other ones because again there are a lot um but yeah there were lots of uh uh you know traditional compilations which just put existing sonic games on like one cart for the uh the mega drive genesis um there are a lot of those uh that uh, a bunch with like Sonic 1 and 2 and Mean Bean Machine. Sometimes they'd throw in Spinball in there. It's a couple for the Game Gear, uh, even a couple for the the GBA, which I think only include Sonic Spinball. So that is a unique.
1: <laughs> so I did look into this. Uh, there's one for the Genesis uh, that came out. It's uh, Sonic Classics or Sonic Compilation in Europe. It's 1, 2 and Mean Bean Machine. I actually do own this one. Nice. Oh, that's
0: the one with the, the funny uh, uh, Robotnik art where he's scratching his head
1: as the beans yes. are falling down. Yes, I like that one.
2: Only over here, though, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, no, It's
1: we get different arts uh, over here. Uh, you know, it's, it's fine. It's just, it's those games as they are. So, you know, if you're looking for an authentic experience, that's as good a choice as any uh i did check if you lock on it only gets you blue sphere you can't do knuckles and sonic 2 yeah i guess it's acknowledging the sonic one (laughs) yeah since sonic one is like the first one on the list it just immediately defaults to that uh sonic 2 and 1 on game gear is basically just sonic 2 and sonic spinball and you switch between the games by power cycling the game gears which is weird but okay and then there are literally six, count them, six different <laughs> Sonic-themed two-in-one <laughs> games for GBA. Uh, they're all different combinations of Sonic Battle, Sonic Advance, and Sonic Pinball Party, with some Choo-Choo Rocket and Columns Crown, and occasionally. And then I think there's also another two-in-one that's just Choo-Choo and Columns, so...
0: Yeah, I think we might have mentioned in our pinball episode back then that the two in one packages were one of the only ways
1: to get pinball party was only a target. That its own.
0: still throws me for a loop. Like, no wonder people don't know about that game, you know, compared to others. Um, yeah. But yeah, those are really just, again, it's it's games shoved onto a cartridge. Some of them have cute little menus like the, you know, the the Mega Drive compilations. Um, There's actually a a video, I think, uh, you know, a a couple of us watched by um, Mykonos fan who goes into a lot of these compilations and at least shows those menus off and and talks briefly about those. But we want to focus on like the the main collections, you know, directly put out by Sega to consolidate these Sonic games, uh the classic Sonic games for (laughs) a new generation or a new console, um, or, you know, uh, are some of the these first ones like a different platform altogether, like the uh the PC, which was a, you know, a burgeoning uh game platform in of itself back in the uh you know the nineties.
2: I think it's worth pointing out like for the people who are coming into this and being like, how are you going to sell me on listening to a whole podcast episode about compilation games? Because every game, th- there are so many compilation games where it's just like the ones we just talked about, where it's just, here's a basic menu, here are the games, you get them all in one thing, you get to play them. That doesn't sound very exciting. But oh, you are mistaken. There is a rabbit <laughs> hole here of Sonic compilations because th- th- they get quite exciting and interesting for nerds like us. Well, especially like interesting
0: to do this, like in this, you know, the year of our Lord 2022, because there is some information about a few of these that has only come to light, like very recently, like this Mm -hmm. first one we're going to mention, which is the Sonic and Knuckles collection, which came out on the personal computer uh, in 1997, Um, also famously bundled with uh, Sonic the Screensaver, which I remember, I think I've shared this before, but remember getting this at a Walmart, you know, on sale, um, and it blue screened my family's Windows 95 oh. computer. Oh, no. So the- the only aspect of it I ever played was the Sonic the Screensaver portion. I say played. It was, <laughs> you know, you watch the the fun animations and look at all the art and play the music. Uh, because, yes, I was too scared to try and play the game in case it, <laughs> you know, broke our computer.
1: <laughs> Understand, Understandable. Like, I had this game, but I didn't have Sonic the Screensaver because... I got it in a four-pack with Sega Smash Pack 2, Sonic CD, and Sonic R yep. for PC. Because Sega was actually doing a lot of like Windows ports back in the day. There was a Windows port of 3D Blast as well, which was which is one of the ones I had. But uh, this one's interesting for one very specific reason. It's Sonic 3, Sonic & Knuckles, Sonic 3 & Knuckles. But the Sonic 3 music... This was the first instance we heard the alternate uh, tracks for several of the zones, Casino Night, Ice Cap, Launch Base. And back then, you know, we just thought it was like a weird thing. Maybe they did it, you know, as time went on, we're like, oh, well, maybe they replaced it because they already knew that like the Michael Jackson stuff might be an issue. So they preemptively changed that. And it wasn't until years later that we realized, oh, wait, this is a lot more complicated than we realized. Which I, I do just want to say right now, and I'll even put a clip in it right here. Like with Stranger in Moscow, he called me over at 10, we were in Moscow performing and he's all depressed with what was going on with him. And he calls me at 10:30 in the morning. I go knock on his door and I had under my arm, a cassette player. I had been doing
3: all the Sega Sonic the Hedgehog cues. Cause the way Michael works is he'll tell Sega he'll do it. And then he says, Brad, you do it right so i think we did one cue together with michael one and the rest i had to do it myself
0: now we know that these alternate tracks although not in midi form which they are for for this collection just for i think for just general
2: midi basic sequencing the kind of stuff i would make on anvil studio you know it's playing
0: against sonic I want to say it was probably for hardware reasons back in the day, but that these compositions were the original intended tracks for Sonic 3, Sonic 3 and Knuckles um, before uh, Mr. Brad Buxer, who was a, a uh, he's listed in the Sonic 3 and Knuckles credits. uh, He was a frequent collaborator with Michael Jackson and less than two or three. Yeah. I want to say two or three months ago, As of this recording, a video clip interview of him surfaced where he just straight up says like, oh, yeah, uh, Michael got signed on to work on Sonic 3 and just asked me to do all the music. And that is what happened. So, yep, that's why Ice Cap is hard times. And we'll probably still never know the exact reasons why. Saying I could not work everything out, <laughs> that that's why that that music is no longer in you know modern releases. But so hilarious, like you know people were talking about a tweet Yuji Naka made in in English about. Uh, you know michael jackson music and sonic 3 when b- months before that brad buxer just came out and said it like years yeah. decades of speculation and my man just says oh no it was all me yeah he just
1: tweeted it out <laughs> yeah <laughs>
0: <laughs> but yes i i think this is where most people uh first heard those alternate tracks and and yeah like you said like i remember back in the day like downloading the midi versions it's just thinking oh that's weird it doesn't sound like my Genesis versions, but oh, well, I am a child and do not understand the complexities of these this issue yet.
1: <laughs> yeah, and like like you said, it's probably a hardware thing. Like there were no, you know, none of the little samples made it into the game. and All the tracks that had them did not carry over. So I'm guessing that that was the biggest reason why they used those specific tracks instead of, you know, the ones from the final version of the game.
2: And so we know now, like basically, what we assumed was a replacement is literally what they had on hand ahead of time. So that's that's pretty cool. Like, yep. like well, oh no, we don't have music. Good thing we've got music. Uh, yeah. We didn't know because they never tell us these things.
1: Of course, now if somebody asks you what do you think of the original Sonic Three tracks, you have no idea what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yes, I was about to say it. It kind of lessens the blow of, it, you know, not uh, not having Ice Cap Launch Base. Like I, I, I still like those songs a lot, but also knowing that like the 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 original tracks were always there like uh, you know if the 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 partnership with with you know michael jackson brad buxer like hadn't happened like we would have gotten these versions so it's you know i i want to talk about it uh more when we we get to like origins and the later releases but like just the the these sonic games have this weird thing of like of the the idea of the original versions being preserved for the future and that there are lots of original versions of these games so that 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 little part of me that just says like oh we'll just you know make it like the originals so everybody can play them and that that is a it's much more complicated than you would think but i, I think it's very interesting and it makes me kind of uh it makes me kind of mellow out and not be, you know, have such a knee-jerk reaction when something is different, um, which I know is was easy to have. But yeah, what a way to start that off with Sonic 3 & Knuckles where there are lots of big differences, like all of the music. Um, I do, uh, before we move on from this, want to mention that there is a, uh, a tool, I think... Uh, I think it's just straight up linked on, um, if you look up the Sonic retro page for the Sonic three knuckles collection, but you can still find it that lets you play, uh, these older PC releases on modern Windows systems. Um, I used it, um, on my windows virtual machine to be able to play some of Sonic three and knuckles collection or the Sonic and knuckles collection, excuse me. Um, but it also works for, I believe, um, Sonic CD, uh, Sonic 3D Blast, and the Echo the Dolphin, the port of the the first game, which uh, yes. appar- apparently a lot of people really like. That I think it's even even different in uh, different from the Sega CD
1: version in some ways. Interesting. Like, unfortunately, if you try to play without the tool, it's like you know these games were built for hardware specs that were so much lower. So if you try to play on a faster PC, it's just going to be like completely unplayable just because everything moves at a gajillion miles an hour.
0: Yeah. I think the, the tool specifically helps uh, setting a limit on that frame rate. And I think you can even tweak stuff like uh, uh, even how the, the music outputs. So those, you know, it's still MIDI, but it, it sounds uh, much better on modern hardware, um, which is cool. Hey, I always want to take, take the time to point out like cool fan projects that, you know, preserve stuff like this. Yeah. Like weird PC ports of Sonic 3 and Knuckles.
1: <laughs> and, and because people will get angry if we don't mention it. Yes, this was part of the Sonic and Garfield pack. Let's move on. Yes, <laughs> yes. We've oh, all cross, seen the, the crossover um, we
2: all waited for. It's very uh. funny.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, moving on to God, the, uh, if I'm reading this right, the same year. Yep. Sonic Jam on the, oh, the ill-fated Sega Saturn. <laughs> Pour one out for the homies. (laughs) Yep. This next to Sonic R, this is the closest we got to a proper 3D classic Sonic. Um, And even then that is just the, the wrapping around the, the museum media gallery of this game. But uh, something I did not learn until I think you told me Luke uh, going into this game. And which is very hard to emulate because nobody, uh, I'm going to take a firm stance that nobody should spend the ludicrous amount of money to buy a Sega Saturn and a copy of Sonic Jam. Just. Yeah, no, 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 no.
2: Just if they're curious. (laughs) I do see one in our local CEX downtown and I always like, oh, but what if? No, no, no. (laughs) Uh, Apparently
1: the Japanese copy is a lot easier to get your hands on. Which I, that is one thing
0: I did not look up. Um, I guess I could. Again, just pull up the Sonic Retro page like we always do see what like the differences are, because, you know, before we dive into the games, the you know, the the big thing that people who have probably never touched uh, uh, Sonic Jam knows is the Sonic World little I guess you'd call it a, a mini game. Uh, because there is some, you know, little, little time trial ring collecting things, but it's just a tiny little level, uh, where you play as a 3d classic Sonic. It's, it's very similar to the little spiky, uh, Sonic R model, um, where you just run around and there's little buildings, uh, where you can go look at, uh, art, uh, again, some, some Sonic, the screensaver art, which is a a reoccurring theme. in a lot of these connections, not that I'm complaining. It's very pretty, um, but also uh, you know a movie theater to where this they included the uh, the sonic CD opening and ending I think now correct me if I'm wrong was this now this is a region difference I'd like to know is it the the. US soundtrack in the you, you no know, the, it is no, the Japanese
1: right. soundtrack in all releases
0: okay okay because that that changes in in future collections yes. um, yeah that that was another thing is you know they couldn't get sonic cd which was uh you know notoriously hard to to emulate or port but yeah this was the first time you they included the the opening and ending some other videos is uh lots of really cool uh japanese commercials with uh, again gonna insert some clips but some wild narrators i i love (laughs) it
3: mega drive Sonic
0: sonic the hedgehog 2 welcome to sonic land Mega Drive
3: Nonstop
0: Power Play
2: Sonic the Hedgehog
1: 3 from Mega Drive Sonic game funky action Sonic spinball Mega Sonic Sega.
0: yeah lots of lots of fun uh uh English phrases tossed in there that really hammer home that <laughs> 90s Sonic attitude uh and a commercial for the Sonic OVA which you know we would not get over here at all for like two almost three more years um i could not imagine like getting this as a kid and watching the trailer for this and think you know just doing thinking whoa a sonic movie that i can't see what? why not oh my goodness
2: <laughs> yeah. yeah uh this is like all of this i never got to play this when i was younger because uh, I, I actually had a saturn but i didn't have this but I feel like the, for many Western fans, this was kind of like the first glimpse at Japanese Sonic that we hadn't actually seen, because there's so much of it here.
1: In a lot of ways, yeah. And like, the re- the whole reason this game exists is because at that time, you know, Sonic has never been as big in Japan as it was in the West. And with, uh, you know, the Saturn actually did pretty well in Japan, but, you know, Sonic teams putting out games for the Saturn, and p- apparently fans are writing into them being like... Yeah, who's this Sonic guy in your name? And they're like, oh, we need to do something to like build brand awareness of Sonic. So we're going to put out this game that makes the original Genesis games accessible for all the new Saturn fans who did not have a Genesis growing up.
0: Yeah, that was another thing that um, I did not know until playing playing this for a little bit myself, that these games are not emulated these the the original titles were reprogrammed specifically to run natively on the saturn hardware and from from my experience again the saturn is very hard to emulate um i managed to just get it working um there was a few issues like uh you know there's some drift on the control stick playing sonic world but the games themselves seem to run like pretty okay um the only issues i ran into were uh i think some music cues are different which is i think you also mentioned luke probably because it was running off a cd Um, so anytime like music has to flow naturally from like getting speed shoes or invincibility that they, you know, they have to switch to a different track instead of naturally, which it's different. It's, you know, I wouldn't say it's, it's, you know, unforgivable. There's a few, few sound effects are different. Um, that just, you know, it does spike that little bit of my brain to where i'm like that's not right um but you know again i they also seem to run like pretty okay um and it has like the full lock-on features for sonic 3 and knuckles with like a cool 3d cartridge that asks you uh you know when you select it from the menu like which title you want to lock on with including you know sonic 1 to get that that blue sphere which was not called blue sphere yet that that comes later uh
1: hmm And they even did, like, some touch-ups to the game as well. Like, there's three different difficulties, normal, easy, and original. Original is basically everything as it was on the Genesis. Normal is more or less the same, except they've done some bug fixes, like the uh, fixing the spike bug in Sonic 1 and, like, adding some little helper things every once in a while, like fixing some problem areas. And then easy is just... Adding in a bunch of extra like little platforms and stuff to cover up some bottomless pits and and cutting down the stages significantly like it was just like one
2: act of each level and in, in Sonic Two it just completely strips out Wing Fortress <laughs> and giving you rings on like Death Egg and stuff like that
1: mm. yeah and the, and the most interesting thing though is that this is the first time that we got the spin dash in Sonic One which would become like a staple of Sonic One re releases. And apparently, Yuji Naka programmed that in himself, even though he was already like in a producer role and not actively working on the games anymore.
2: Oh' is George Lucas sing that old oh, I say <laughs> yes. a little bit.
0: Well, I and I did want to point out that this is the definitely the first official compilation that seems like this was, uh, uh, like you already mentioned, this was specifically to introduce people to these older Sonic games that maybe have never touched them before but with some modern quality of life improvements like (laughs) it really does seem like now looking back that the spin dash was something that they if somebody had brought it up and it was possible like at the original time of development they would have put it in Sonic 1 like there's so many areas in Sonic 1 to where you know even if I'm playing like the original version with uh, you know just a straight emulation I'm like oh yeah the spin dash isn't in here (laughs) uh, uh, it, it seems like they always wanted
1: something like that yeah and apparently it took some doing to get done because the whole thing is that if you go beyond the border of the screen which is likely to happen with the spin dash, mm-hmm. it will just kill you so they had to <laughs> you know do some wizardry to make that not happen
2: be careful in those tunnels in green hill zone <laughs> yep. yeah
1: yep.
0: definitely tapped uh tapped into the full uh, power of blast processing for Sonic Two—that yeah, is a, f- <laughs> a feature, not a bug, of <laughs> running off that screen. Uh, but yeah. it's it's very fascinating. It really I, it threw my whole brain for a loop just to think about how uh, you know that it, that this started back then. That this was a uh, it, it, again, it's less about like a museum uh, preserving the original forms of these games, and more like they are kind of continuously going back and and adding things and I, you know, I, like I said, there, there are people who, who, and I, I don't disagree. Um, I just don't, I don't think these games are, are that, that, yeah, that, that preservation should be the number one priority. Um, you know, for a lot of game companies, but, uh, I think as long as those, those original versions exist somewhere that I think that makes these okay. But yeah, Sonic Jam is, it was real fun. It's got a lot of, um, uh, Uh, You know, like the aforementioned Sonic World, like it has a sound test with all the music, Um, a couple of the other videos. This is where the that man of the year short uh, is sourced from. Um, And also the weird (laughs) Sonic Ride uh, 3D animated thing, which is literally I think the description is like unreleased Sonic 3D animation, which is super weird, but also uh, a very fun oddity.
3: Well, for myself, in preparation for this episode, I I only, like, knew a little bit about Sonic Jam, and so it was interesting to, like, watch a long play of it. I mostly watched the 3D stuff because, you know, I'm pretty familiar with the original three games, <laughs> but um, uh, it, it was, i had only seen, like, a little bit of the 3D stuff before, so it was really cool to, like, kind of watch a lot of it, and especially, I actually had never seen the Man of the Year short before, so it was, that was just a cute little thing to watch, and... I also I really like the uh the super polygonal 3D spiky model of Sonic in um in that little Sonic Hub world and that would be kind of like with the way that Sonic Mania kind of brought back that sort of look for the special stages I think it'd be fun to like see that pop up every now and again and as like a little bonus content or something yeah. in future Sonic games because that's just uh, I like how just blocky and spiky it is it looks cool. <laughs> Low
2: poly sonic is a thing. (laughs) I love
1: how the 3D model, like the spikes extend when you're running at top speed.
0: Oh, yeah. 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 Just
1: a great little artistic touch.
0: It really does make me think of in an alternate universe where the Saturn was a smash success and Sega didn't already have, uh, I think you said... Chris, one foot in the grave by, by the time it came Mm -hmm. out that you could have seen them releasing a, and we know that there's prototype footage out there, uh, seen them releasing Sonic Adventure on the Saturn and, uh, you know because I mean playing the the Sonic world like you pull that camera out just a little bit more and uh, you know make it so you can see more of where you're running and man that's a that's a sonic adventure. Um, I, I feel like that yes, there is like I said some some other universe where, where that happened and I, I'd be interested to see uh, see this aesthetic brought back in, in more Sonic things eventually.
2: But I guess for now it's just this was just like the uh, testing ground yep. for uh, a three a three D Sonic that wasn't Sonic three D. <laughs> yes, <Yeah.
0: laughs> that was a Sonic three D in name only, which I still go to bat for that uh, that director's cut that that makes that yeah. game a little more enjoyable. But yes, this Sonic World I think was literally a proof of concept of a of how Sonic would work in a a three D a three D environment
1: fully. I would love to see somebody try to, like, rebuild Sonic World in, like, a newer engine, just basically just for funsies, just to see how well it would run on, like, a newer system.
3: Sega hired this man. It feels like something fans would do.
2: I <laughs> was going to
0: say, Jake, beyond just <laughs> dropping that little low-polygon model into an Unreal 5. <laughs> <laughs> Ray tracing coming off of his quills. That would look so cool, actually. (laughs) Like
3: low poly blocky Sonic, but with ray tracing. (laughs) I would love to see. Oh, sorry. You were saying.
0: No, I was going to say they have done that with those. The Nintendo 64 D comps, the the Super Mario 64. I think the Ocarina of Time. Oh, yeah. That ray tracing in those games. And it looks pretty cool.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I would love to see like that low poly early CG looking sonic um (laughs) in a realistic environment so be the closest thing we get to that uh proposed sonic movie sonic and the the wonders of the world (laughs) oh yes goodness
0: yep yep instead of a gosh yeah whatever horrible puppet or early cg animation they decided to use i think it was
2: going to be a cg a real bad cg and it would man (laughs) it would have been a sonic movie kind of
3: yep
0: yep Yep. like i said in some alternate universe out there (laughs) but yep after uh sonic jam um god it it is so interesting to see you know to actually look at the years because when i think sonic jam 1997 and then looking at sonic mega collection was only in 2002 which now that I'm older and the passage of time seems like, you know, some horrible beast clinging to my back constantly. <laughs> but I know at the time that from 1997 to 2002 was like an eternity as a, you know, a younger a younger yeah, child. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Cuz yeah, in between that you have the Dreamcast and the fall of the Dreamcast and the near death of Sega and then they shifted all uh, you know, all engine power to getting these games out on other platforms uh again to introduce people uh who might not have played them yet specifically like nintendo fans on the gamecube but
2: the it all started really was shifting everything onto like the gamecube essentially uh, GameCube yeah. and Game a boy advance because uh, this was like yeah, had Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, you had this mega collection, and you had, like, Sonic Advance. Like, ev- everything was, like, you know, the-, the console wars were over forever, and now Sonic is working for the enemy, and this <laughs> is sort of their way of being like, well, you've got fans, maybe they can become Sonic fans.
0: think <laughs> I think Mega Collection came out before Advance 2, is that
1: correct? Yes. I know and it so came be- out before, before Advance 2 because it has a trailer for it with music that didn't show up in the final game.
0: Yes, that's what I was going to say is I think this is the first official appearance of Cream the Rabbit because it predates Advance 2 and uh, Adventure DX. That's correct. So the 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 clip art that they include of Cream is her first first debut also before sonic heroes um but yeah sonic mega collection which is a a genesis mega drive uh uh compilation of all the classic sonic games um god all of them because it includes sonic 1 2 3 and knuckles All of the lock-ons, including the first official naming of the Blue Sphere special stages. Um, And also uh, Sonic 3D Blast or Sonic 3D Flicky's Island, depending on your region. Um, (laughs) Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine. And then a couple of other bonus games, uh, which unfortunately you're missing out on some uh, other Sega Technical Institute games, unless you have the Japanese version, because you also have uh, Flicky. Which is the, we talked about this one in our arcade game episode, um, retroactively a Sonic game. Um, and then yeah. this is the the, the Genesis <laughs> yeah. port and also Ristar, which was also a, uh, I believe a Sonic Team game, or at least yes. mostly worked on uh, Sonic Team uh, folks.
3: I thought it was called Ristar
0: nope <laughs> the official pronunciation as dictated by one is shot. star like yes yeah, yeah by one job t- yes exactly <laughs> the true authority <laughs> but no i remember finally on which let me just say i like sonic mega collection it's a very pretty compilation the way to unlock these games is the stupidest crap yes 100 yeah. yeah. percent yeah. You have to boot up these games like 20, 30. I think in the case of some of the the extra ones, like boot up four games 20 times each. And that is just ridiculous. Um, They should have cut that by literally one tenth. Like (laughs) three times is enough. Yeah. Oh, boy. Um, But yes, this was the first time that I have ever heard of Ristar. And I remember very much enjoying it it's a it's a great little bonus to throw in here and then the uh (laughs) the japanese version of mega collection also includes comic zone and uh (laughs) ooze or the ooze ooze. yes which again both sega technical institute games
2: both Uh, american games only on the japanese version you know (laughs)
0: yes (laughs) very very uh uh, weird that they would just not include those in the other versions but uh, i think a a prevailing force is that whoever whoever is at the top of sega making these decisions has oh boy uh i don't like them i'll just say that up front and that'll yeah. that'll also come back later
1: I, I have to assume it was an esrb thing but i could be wrong yeah could be
0: could be but um i i like. Sonic Mega Cole- Collection has a lot of nostalgia. I think a lot of people share because the the music just from these menus oh, uh, shows up oh, in yeah. a lot of like, uh, you know, oh, your favorite Sonic tracks. And I know this was the probably the first time that I went to those uh, the extras and was able to. Uh, you know, see, a, see a lot of the, the bonus videos the again, the Sonic CD opening and ending is included. Although again, it's the PC version and it's only the uh, uh, American soundtrack. Um, and which is another thing, uh, uh, another weird thing is because they they don't include like the full credits roll is this is another version of the both of these where the timing is different and shows up basically over and over is every version of Sonic CD has... Uh, almost different timing or some like different uh, you know version of the music or missing sound effects to where like it's hard to even say there's an original version because if you want to be technical like the Sega Mega CD version is the one that's all cropped and squished and filtered to <laughs> to fit on that hardware <laughs> and uh, again it just kind of throws me for a loop thinking like oh man they're you know there's maybe a best version out there, but uh, is there an original version? It's, it's weird, but does go in th- in a uh, theme with like presenting these in the, the best way for a modern audience at the time.
1: Jeremy, I am so glad you brought up the bonus videos because we have to talk about some things. Yes. I was, <laughs> I
0: was about to say, I know you've got some, some things to share with, with these compilations and, uh, uh, we go, go ahead before we talk about the games themselves yes go right ahead about what could have been
1: so you know we were talking about they've got a lot of they've got a fair amount of bonus content they've got an entire gallery of every archie sonic comic cover up to that point
2: that's how i discovered the archie sonic comics for the yeah. first
1: time <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah the, they have the entire sonic first uh supersonic special fully readable which is rad uh I do find it funny that they had to censor out a bunch of characters from those comic covers because, like, the Image Comics crossover, they have to censor out all mm-hmm. of those. And uh, the
2: Galactus uh, parody, though.
1: <laughs> yeah. Originally, the Sonic CD intro and ending were not among the bonus videos because they wanted to put... They were working on putting Sonic CD in, period, as a playable game. And apparently, it got... Relatively far along, we actually discovered a uh, prototype a few years back that had Sonic CD, uh, at least in the menu, uh, text description and everything. Unfortunately, emulation issues and space issues prevented that from happening. But even at that phase, they still weren't going to have the uh, intro and ending in the bonus video gallery, but they did have two other videos in there. From this prototype, uh, I'm going to send you a picture. I want you to read exactly what those first two entries on that list say. <gasps> oh, no
0: way! What? Oh, my God. Now, this is you. You weeks ago said that I've, you know, I've discovered something that I don't think you guys know yet. And I said, don't tell me
1: until the show. As and I said, as I said, had this made it in, I think it would have drastically changed the conversation around oh, that. Oh, man. And I mean,
0: for clarification, yes, uh, audio medium. Sonic the Hedgehog the Movie Part One and Sonic the Hedgehog the Movie Part Two with the description Sonic OVA, which was created in Japan. So you're telling me that they plan to include full,
1: some full versions of these?
3: Yes, apparently. Man,
1: that is wow. that is certainly what it indicates, and I think that if the OVA had been like accessible to that degree where like basically everybody who bought Sonic Mega Collection had this copy of the OVA available to them. I think it would have much more mind share in the modern Sonic fandom than it does even today. Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And I'm assuming, because this is after it was, you know, dubbed and released by ADV over here, that this could have been the the English dub, but preserving the, the split up nature of the original, you know, two parts.
1: It's very uh, possible.
0: Man, that... Ooh, man, like I said, in another place, another world, that would have been wild. And yeah, it would have been uh, exactly everybody who had Mega Collection could have been able to see the Sonic movie and not just, you know, whoever picked up a, a VHS or a <laughs> a, 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 pr- a reprinted DVD at the time. Wow. That was, I, I assume it was definitely probably space issues, even if you yeah. compressed the hell out of those fitting. <laughs> Almost a, certainly. Fitting a full, you know, seventy-five minutes or so, give or take, uh, onto a, a little GameCube disc. Man, what could have been?
3: I might be reaching here, but if the Sonic the Hedgehog OVA movie had been able to get on this, I feel like this would have been like one of the most successful compilation just games in general ever. Because <laughs> I feel like it would have just, yep. it would have been the Wii. It would have printed money. <laughs>
0: yeah or or you would have had people say especially because i know this sold very well and i think made it onto like the uh you know the nintendo player's choice for sure know, tw- 20 bucks uh back in the day is that yeah people would say oh yeah you never seen that was well, on mega collection or you can borrow my copy or go get one or whatever yeah yeah oh man that is yeah what a surprise that man that's so cool <laughs> yeah
2: I,
3: Sorry,
0: I did, these
2: other extras, uh, are they, uh, I'm presuming, it because the other extras list Sonic Adventure 2 Battle, I'm assuming that's like a video for yeah, it. That, yeah, that's,
1: that's just a trailer for Adventure 2 Battle and a trailer for Advance 2, again. So
2: what's, what's the Sonic secret file? That seems ominous. <laughs> I assume
1: that's just a rename of the History of Sonic video that made it into the final version. That okay. I could be wrong
2: i just yeah. love how how strange like mysterious it is the sonic secret file that they yeah. don't want you to read <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: The, this included on this official collection <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah that history of sonic video is a little weird i think it's I, even in the description it's specified that it was for like a presentation at some conference that just yeah. a quick i think it's only a couple minutes that just goes through like the
1: sonic timeline yeah, basically everything up to Adventure 2, but it's mostly just a couple of highlights and then a quick list of every game. That's about it.
0: I think the Adventure 2 Battle 1 also includes like footage of the the intro they did special for, for the GameCube version, which is was probably very exciting at the time. <laughs> yeah.
1: I did also see that at one point they were planning to put Vector Man and Wonder Boy 3 onto this compilation, as well yeah. as... At one point, they were trying to find the original Sonic 1 prototype to put in
2: there. Oh, yeah, Yuji Naka said he wanted to get that yeah, on there. they couldn't and, find uh, it in time. They, oh, man, Can you imagine? Uh, we'd have got that early. <laughs> Now that is
0: also, I've seen lots of people echo that, that yes, put more like prototypes and betas and documentation of like older games, like release that officially because people love it. It's, it's also, it's always educational and it's so cool to see like uh, the, the process for that.
2: It's fascinating to finally see the game footage of the things we'd see in the magazines, like, before the games came out. Yeah. Because that's essentially what happened with the Sonic 3 prototype, where we're seeing, like, oh, Hydra City actually had, like, grass in the background and stuff. I remember that. Yep.
0: And the, uh, the games themselves, I think... Um, I think as far as I, I mentioned it already, if you're looking to experience the original games, and uh, you know, I do want to say uh, none of us are experts on emulation or the programming that goes into these games. Those people are definitely out there, and I'm sure also have you know uh, uh, documented down to the last line of code, like differences and and stuff like that. But the games in Sonic Mega Collection feel very solid. Uh, I played through you know all these collections. I basically just ran through the first zone or, 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 you know, a couple of that and did the special stages just to be able to use my muscle memory to tell what's different and what's not. And I think Mega Collection is, is probably the most solid way to experience those games in a, a fairly original package. Yeah. Um, especially if you're like me and you're playing it on your Wii U with, uh, you know, some custom firmware that lets you play GameCube games that also have... Uh, extra features like being able to get the correct aspect ratio and progressive scan so that the games look pretty uh crisp crisp but these, these this is a real solid compilation i'm I'm happy to see that it holds up that they I didn't boot it up and they run terribly and I just didn't remember but yeah even the uh even mean bean machine sonic three d sonic spinball which is also in there uh, feel feel really good. Look look really good uh, in this collection, yeah. and like we've already said that the the menus and the uh, just the the whole wrapper. It's hard to even describe. There's lots of like gears and like floating monitors, and <laughs> uh, it's just I really like it. Even the silly. <laughs> The silly stock sound effect that plays whenever you flip a page of a paper rustling, which oh, I think yeah. is also also the sound used in a lot of Resident Evil games. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, literally just like paper flip dot wav uh, <laughs> Yeah,
3: <laughs> and I'll, I'll say like for for me especially because I uh, you know, Luke, you might be able to share in this with me because you said you got this for Christmas, and I I think I got this for Christmas as well. Like Sonic Mega Collection on the GameCube was very it's very important to me specifically because like that's how i played the majority of like older sonic games like that's how that's how i played sonic 1 into like all the way through and especially that's that was not the first time but it was um it was like the main way that i played sonic 3 and knuckles uh because i (laughs) i wanted to mention this back when we were talking about the the pc sonic and knuckles collection but um i remember my parents had gotten me like Sonic 3 and Knuckles on like a just like a disc at uh like Office Max. And so that's how I played it on the PC like when I was a little kid. But um uh it, like this is how I played the old school games. This is how I played like Sonic 3D and Ristar and Flicky, and I mentioned like when we were talking about Sonic C D, like I would boot this game up sometimes just to watch the Sonic CD intro over and over and over again. Yeah. (laughs) And and just Mm -hmm. like, I have so many good memories with this. And I think like, I think off I can make a jumping off point with that saying that, like, I think that's the important thing about like releasing compilation games every now and then, because like, even if like you technically were of the age where you could grow up with some of these games, you know, finances are different for different people and their families. Mm -hmm. And compilations like this like we have our little tagline in our in our uh in our outline saying the best of the best for one low low price (laughs) uh like (laughs) that like that's a perfect way to describe this like you get so many extremely good quality games and like jeremy said they all play extremely great um and compilations like this are such a fantastic way to not only continue interest but especially i think the main thing is to bring in new people who didn't have a chance to play those games at first and now they have the chance to play like seven eight games all at the same time <laughs> yeah i agree for uh sure. for me it's
2: interesting for me because obviously this was not my first experience of the old classic sonic games because i was around since almost the beginning that's depressing <laughs> uh but i did have but this is sort of my way of like reintroducing myself to him in a way because i hadn't played my mega drive in a long time so when this was first out i would just i have very fond memories of playing this like shoving it in the gamecube and playing some classic sonic all over again and it was a lovely experience, especially with all like the music and the presentation, and the it's it, you just get really into it in a way that I probably don't in games anymore because I'm an old man now, and this sort of thing, it, like the thought of sitting down and actually like absorbing yourself in a in a game is uh, diff- an alien concept to me a lot of the time. But so, but when I think back to this, I think back to like you know, having like uh, my tiny little T- CRT TV screen up in the corner of the room and playing some old Sonic and be like, ah, yes, life is good. And I hope it continues to be this way. I'm pretty <laughs> sure I said that sentence exactly. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah, I, I, like I said, I, I, I try and come back to that thought that I, it is easy for me to kind of take for granted that I've grown up with, all of these games and also this technology and um you know it is and i again like i always want to plug that and i'm sure we'll we'll talk about it near the end that some of these games like the best way is like uh, uh rom hacks and like fan stuff that has has put you know fan compilations together these games but that not everyone is going to do that and that there is a difference between someone who is like apathetic and doesn't want to learn and someone like you said, Jake, literally doesn't have access to like a computer that that runs stuff like this. And that these official compilations that, uh, y- you know, there's still a-, a discussion to be had about like accessibility and whatnot, but that it, like, especially, you know, I've worked at several electronics departments at department stores and like people that would come in just completely exasperated and not knowing like, what games do I get from my kid? He has an Xbox or, you know, he has uh, a GameCube or whatever. And these are all usually like the easiest ones to go and say like, well, do they know who Sonic is <laughs> <laughs> or are they interested in Sonic? Have they ever played it? And these are easy recommends uh, because I like these games as a kid. And I think, uh, you know, give credit to new generations i think they still like these games too is why yeah. they, they've stuck around for so long
2: bit, bit weird though that it's got like modern sonic art on the cover and all the yeah. art. <laughs> i get why yeah, yeah. at the time everything else was modern sonic everything else they were trying to sell on the nintendo consoles of modern sonic but these are the classic games so it kind of threw me off a little bit but it's fine
0: it is funny to see that as a uh uh we were talking about this in the pre-show to see that kind of continue with these these mid 2000s compilations mm-hmm. and then think about modern sonic almost overcorrecting into where Jeez. you know classic sonic is his own separate universe not allowed to interact with modern sonic <laughs> anymore <laughs> oh it is uh, I don't know. Is funny the right word? It's a, it's something is what
2: it is. <laughs> it may, there is an emotion that I register with it, but I don't know if I really want to approach it right now.
0: I know. There's probably some German word that perfectly describes
2: <laughs> Oh, <laughs> uh, Thanks, Germany. You always have the right answer. Let me look that up. Oh.
0: Staying, staying in the Mega Collection uh, uh, lane for a little bit is Mega Collection Plus, which was the release on the PS2, the Xbox, and the PC, which is not that different it has all the same uh sonic games for the most part but adds some uh game gear games and then some extra um
1: yeah it basically adds back the two games that were japan only originally and then adds uh the game gear versions of sonic one sonic chaos sonic drift one mean bean machine sonic labyrinth and sonic blast
0: yep and um i think i i have not put hands on mega collection plus personally um, I read the, the PS2 version might have a few extra, uh, hitches to the emulation compared to the other platforms, but this also seems pretty solid. Um, this was where they, they decided to redo the, the menus. Um, you know, uh, it used different, different menus altogether, uh, compared to the again, it's hard to even describe the mega collection menus unless you've seen them.
2: <laughs> little floating orbs and like monitors that sort of bobble around the place and you kind of select these flashing little joyful things and it yeah. takes you to another world and, oh it's good. Yep. This one's alright though.
0: Yeah, it's it's a lot of like uh It's uh, a little more like safe.
1: F-
2: streamlined yeah
0: floating clip art and like uh video loops running in the background and still some very nice music and and stuff like that but yeah it is hard not to to miss the original menus and um again this seems a very solid package i think even the uh the game gear emulation is pretty good um even blown up on a TV it is hard to to get used to that especially the like sonic 1 and in future collection Sonic 2 that cut off um, uh uh, ratio to where you really can barely see what's in front of you um but yeah we we definitely covered on uh when we visited those games like the best ways to play those yeah game gear might not be it but still (laughs) a very a very solid collection um this was also one that showed up in the many many pc
1: collections during the 2000s yeah for sure they did make some changes here and there beyond that uh one of the big things is that all of the uh, games now support safe states, which is, that's
3: pretty cool, honestly. Oh, yeah, because I was. Yeah, yeah, that's a big one. That's a big one. I was, yeah, I was playing um, Mega Collection Plus on the PS2 just last night, and I, yeah, I was like, I only wanted to play a little bit of it to refresh myself, and I was like, oh, yeah, there are safe states in there. So that was really handy. I will say, in my experience uh, of playing Sonic Mega Collection Plus on the PS2, I- I'm, I'm going to be totally upfront and saying i was playing it on in hd tv with uh it, you know it it had composite cables so red yellow white um but and so there's some lag input already there but i was playing sonic 3 last night and it seemed like there was a lot of lag in between my inputs when playing that on the ps2 i mm. don't know if that was just specifically my case or not i don't know if that is if people have reported that over and over but I thought that was worth mentioning on my end.
0: That is one of those technical things that I'm not an expert on, but know that like, um, you know, like people like to throw around like, Oh, pixel art design for CRT TVs. Like, Oh, it was always meant to look like this. And every CRT was different. You can't really make that blanket statement. It seems the opposite with modern TVs is the picture is mostly the same, but especially with older things, like you said, with non HDMI, uh, without having that programmed in mind that, yeah, some of these older consoles, you're going to introduce things like, like, uh, uh, input lag and, and the picture just not looking the exactly the same, but, um, uh, Yeah, that is just something you, you unfortunately run into, but like I mentioned with my setup, which is, you know, (laughs) a Frankenstein homebrew version of a lot of these that, uh, again, people have, have compensated for that, but that is something to keep in mind, like. You know, it's not that it's easy to get into retro game collecting now because it's also freaking expensive. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, but that don't expect to go like, oh, yeah, I'll pick up a PS2 and all my favorite games and plug it into your new 4K TV and expect oh, gosh. it to <laughs> look the same. <laughs>
3: uh, the good thing is that a lot of uh, I'll, I'll say a lot of local game shops and you can also find them online uh, have usually like one of the things that I've seen. That they sell is they usually have like different connectors for different older consoles that transmit the image. Like, it plugs in the natural way into the the gaming console, but then it's got an HDMI cord, like like kind of transition uh, at some point throughout the the cable, so that you can plug it into a more modern TV. Uh, I've gotten it. I've gotten one cable that I can use for either my Super Nintendo, N sixty four, or GameCube, and I've tried yeah, it all with all of them. One. And as far as I could see, like there's not really any input lag there. Like whatever, whatever technology and whatever programming they've done to make that transition into HD to make it, I believe it does seven. The one that I have does seven twenty p, but it. The transition's good enough where like there's not really any input lag. Um, I guess if you if you like had a stopwatch on you, you could probably find like <laughs> like a, a second if that. But um, that that's a good way. Like if you have the consoles already, and if maybe you, you don't have any way of plugging it into a modern TV, you could just find like I said, either online or at a local game store. They probably sell some sort of transition cable that goes from your console to the HD uh, screen and helps it translate better.
0: I, I have one of those for my Dreamcast, and uh, did, did my research to get to get one that does not introduce a lot of lag, and it does not look as good as um, you know the internal uh, HDMI mods, which require lots of soldering or you know paying lots of money to ship yours out to a professional that does that. Which I that is the cool thing is for all the consoles we've even mentioned in the last uh, minute, like there are HDMI mods that exist that are beautiful but require hefty investment yeah yeah those those cables can uh can get you where you need to go it's it's not going to be the best but like you said uh looks good enough for me and you know as long as it doesn't uh introduce you know (laughs) uh several seconds of input lag look look really good so that does exist that is out there and i i'd I'd recommend that as well thank you for bringing that up jay you're welcome
2: just nice to be able to play games on modern tvs you know without having having to go through all these bells and whistles and hoops and
0: such <laughs> <For sure. laughs> and having it look just utterly terrible on some of these these mm. classic classic consoles
2: by the way before we're done with sonic mega collection i just wanted to point out this print ad that i read and saw in a magazine that i thought was really cool just for, and, and you know it's, it's always great when i bring this up on a podcast or i bring up something rather visual medium but um oh i remember this one yeah i remember this so in what we're oh, seeing here is like a little desert island and uh uh, a fo- a fo- an actual photo of a desert island next to the beach and there's a uh, there's just one sonic ring floating in the air and it says uh, with the text missed one uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, re- it's yeah. great it just gets the concept over
3: right yeah. away for anybody listening um just do a google search of like sonic mega collection print ad and you'll probably eventually find it
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember seeing this in Nintendo Power and Archie Sonic. Oh, yep. that's right. Um, this popped up in a couple of back covers, and I, I it, it's a super solid ad. I love it's it It's really lot. good.
2: <laughs> it just shows you what games are in there, or at least the uh, ones that you don't have to unlock yeah. right at the bottom. And, uh, <laughs> God, that's really good.
1: I did look into like the uh, Extras and Mega Collection Plus. It's mostly the same. Uh, they added art from the games that had come out since the first one, like Heroes and Battle but they stripped out all of the existing videos and replaced them with both finalized and in-production versions of some cutscenes from Heroes. So, like, you can see the storyboard, uh, like, an in-progress render, and then the final version of, like, the intro and the Team Dark intro. Oh, is this where the... Yes. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) The the Uh, pre-Solid
0: Lyrics version of the... Yes, I love it. (laughs) Clip of it right here. (laughs) Oh, it's wonderful. <laughs>
3: hey,
0: Johnny's
2: still giving it his all he's doing. Of he <laughs> yes,
0: I'd love it. Hell yeah. Oh, I love that. Yep. I I don't think I realized when I first stumbled across that on the internet that it came from Mega Collection Plus. Um Yeah, I I I think we did want to talk about Sonic Adventure DX, which came out on the GameCube uh, after Mega Collection, um, which added... You know, we have a complicated relationship with DX because mm. a lot of the changes are not my personal preference. But they did add that mission mode and also a bunch of um on un- I say a bunch, almost all of the uh, <laughs> literally all of them. Yeah. All of the Sonic Game Gear games uh, are unlockable on this. And uh, I think we can safely assume uses the same emulator as, as Mega Collection and uh, pretty solid from
1: what I remember. Fun fact, the first time that Sonic Drift 1 and Tail Sky Patrol were ever playable in an English release. Yeah, and I I like those
0: those games. They're pretty they're they're a unique thing. I like how um uh I think it might be Tails Adventure is specifically mentioned as like a prequel to Sonic 2 before Tails even met Sonic yep. and I i i just have a special place in my heart for that game even though i i don't think i've ever beat it
2: <laughs> i don't think i got very far but it's nice that we've got a game starring Tails. yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Tools>. <laughs> just continue to <laughs> reference and steal bits from <laughs> sonic the <laughs> comic <Yeah>. the podcast because <laughs> we love them so much
1: yeah that that was specifically how i played a lot of the game Gear games for the first time just because i didn't have access to it originally and i think that that like Having that discoverability was super cool.
2: wonder why they did it, though. Like, I guess they were just adding more content to the DX version of Sonic Adventure. But they're just like, well, we've got a bunch of Game Gear ROMs we could shove on there, I
1: guess. (laughs) (laughs) That that was before, like, the process of, like, kind of standardized re-releasing of old games had really taken off with stuff like Virtual Console or Xbox Live Arcade or whatever. So I guess it was kind of them dipping their toe in that water for the first time
0: literally no other way to play these except a game gear which i'm sure everyone who had one at this point had exploded because they left old batteries in it or something yeah
1: (laughs) it was also very cool that all the games that supported two-player you could still play two-player in dx just by like press the start button on the second controller and a second instance of the game would start emulating and that's super cool
0: oh that's neat i've i don't think i've ever done that that is super cool Yeah, I I always love that when they preserve that in classic re-releases, even on like modern stuff where, uh, you know, there are even instances where they add like net play. Yeah. And uh, that's just super neat. That is like the true meshing of the old and new together to me. oh so after after sonic adventure dx uh we did get another title in the collection line (laughs) i guess you could call it a line there's really like two and a half if you count plus is a separate title but sonic gems collection again on the gamecube but also the ps2 but only in was it europe and japan yep which is, man, that's weird. But I, again, I'm sure that it's the original sold the best on the GameCube back in the day.
1: Yeah, this was a game that uh, really kind of focused on some of the more obscure stuff in the Sonic series. Like they obviously got the heavy hitters out with Mega Collection, so it's like, well, let's let's dig a little deeper into the archives, get some of the stuff that you know is not well-known for this one. So uh, the kind of three headliners are Sonic CD, Sonic the Fighters, and Sonic R, and then they've also got the uh, remaining six Game Gear games that were not Mega Collection Plus. So that's uh, Sonic 2, Triple Trouble, Spinball, Drift 2, Sky Patrol, and Adventure. If you play it in Japanese you also got Bonanza Brothers and the Streets of Rage trilogy. I again, I know explicitly that they had to take those out because of the ESRB, but uh, it's just yeah, because so isn't
0: the American version as you get the two Vector Man games?
1: Yeah, the two Vector Man games are in all versions, but oh, okay, the yeah, those four specifically are only in the Japanese version, which they were at least at one point planned for the American versions. Like, if you dig in the code, you can find like the English text descriptions for the menus and whatever, but. What could have been?
0: Yeah, that's a weird one. I mean, I know Streets of Rage is, you know, a little bit of street violence, but I mean, is there some (laughs) insidious content in Bonanza Brothers? I don't know about it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Maybe they just didn't think people remembered it (laughs) in the US, I guess
0: yeah well i mean they could have they could have had a, another wrist star in their hands where people were mm-hmm. i mean i say that i have also never played bonanza brothers probably know them best from the sonic uh all-stars racing games <laughs> <laughs> <Yep>. um <laughs> uh but yeah that's that's unfortunate uh that would that would have definitely been cool i know lots of people like those streets of rage and that streets of rage 4 is supposed to be pretty cool
1: too huh oh that game's so good
3: it's awesome
2: this is kind of like the weird. Sonic games, essentially yeah. at first, you look at it as like a, a bunch of odd ones, like you know R and uh, CD, because CD is still kind of an odd one. Um, because even compared to the original bunch, the original trilogy, it's a, uh, it's still a bit of an an out there kind
1: of game. Yeah. But
2: it almost yeah. this this game almost got like even weirder. Like they were planning on bringing in some other lesser known Sonic games into this one, as I understand. Oh, it. you have
1: no idea. Oh, oh yeah, hit us hit us again, <laughs> Luke. so. We kinda I think everybody kind of assumed based on like one of the things this game has is uh you know, it's got the unlockable museum stuff, just like the last one. uh it's all have to be unlocked through like achievement basically doing achievements and stuff, which is is an interesting way of doing it. and it gave me incentive to actually like go through and do some of this stuff, but uh they've got full like artwork galleries for each of the uh main three games, but then also, for some reason, a full gallery of Knuckles Chaotix artwork, which says to me and probably everybody else that, yeah, no, they probably intended for Chaotix to be on this at one point. I have to I have to imagine it was emulation troubles that uh, kind of muck things up there. I think even to this day, it's 32X is still hard to get just
0: perfect. But mm-hmm. again, another time, another place that... I I do think my my limited playing of Chaotix, I I understand it is another weird one. I mean, but I I would also put it kind of in the same uh, uh, family as Sonic CD that yes, it's weird. And I even see uh, it is fun with the the recent re-release in origins people just talking about whether they (laughs) hate the level layouts or 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 stuff like that but yes there is another alternate world where instead of cd we could have had a similar experience with chaotix and i sure do hope that game gets some kind of official re-release someday because i think it's there's there's a lot there that uh is worth worth diving into if you know (laughs) it was like the one part in sonic origins was the soundtrack which is super good too but yep i i imagine that uh they they also wanted it for for this one and it just couldn't come together um i think uh correct me if i'm wrong it might have been tossed around for both uh collection games mega and gems that they wanted some or at least floated the idea of trying to get sega sonic arcade yeah like
1: we mentioned in in our arcade episode they definitely did try for in uh gems collection but they couldn't get the trackball to work right which you know again it would have been cool but i get it i don't have to be happy about <laughs> it but trying I get to it. play it on, trying to
2: play it on main yeah i get it yeah <laughs> yeah i'm, yeah, sh- I'm sure there's got to be
1: some someday somebody will crack that code and will get a decent way to play that on a modern system i have to hope so
0: Find a a happy medium between control stick sensitivity
1: settings. (laughs) But uh, what if I told you, gentlemen, that there were four other games that they were planning on having in this collection and that some remnants thereof can actually be found in the game's code? Ooh. Uh, I probably believe you. yeah. (laughs) Yeah, most likely. So three of those games were... Wonder Boy three, four, and five because they just keep trying to stick Wonder Boy into these Sonic collectors for some reason. <laughs> hey those those
0: remakes are good. Those are the Wonder Boys I really like. <laughs> but arguably
1: the most interesting one is that at one point Sonic Eraser was going to be included in this. Right? Yeah, I think oh, I saw that. Wow. Yep. Yep. One of the many attempts at making a Sonic puzzle game. I I literally played the uh, fan translation of Eraser on my Genesis. Maybe a month or two ago, and ooh, that thing still hurts my ears. It's just <laughs> yep. like, compl- it's it's completely obtuse in a way that it's like I love me some puzzle games. I just don't like that one's just weird. There's too many, too many com- complex shapes
0: flying around. It—it's it, <laughs> too mathematical.
1: It's like you know, you get these clusters of things, and it's like you try to rotate it, but. You don't actually rotate the shapes. You rotate the arrangements of the, like, pieces inside that shape. So if you've got, like, a downward-pointing T shape, it's still going to be a downward-pointing T, but the pieces inside are going to be rearranged slightly differently. And it's like, this feels wrong somehow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's already given me a headache just trying to picture it. <laughs> it's like, my, my Tetris brain refuses to accept this.
2: That's the thing. The Tetris effect has affected us forever. Uh, we can't accept any others except that. Um, <laughs> this is busting down my mean bean machine.
0: <laughs> yeah, again, the 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 same part of me that's excited about uh, the potential Sonic One prototype uh, makes me just want wish they would have thrown it in there regardless, <laughs> just to to have it.
1: In terms of extras, like the artwork is cool. Again, we get all of that Sonic the screensaver art more so than we even got in Jam. Couple, couple of like early kind of design stuff, which is cool. For some reason, a bunch of screenshots of Adventure DX, 2 Battle, and Heroes, because why not, I guess? But I'd argue the most interesting stuff there is that you get timed demos of the Genesis games and the other Game Gear games that automatically send you to the final level, which is it's a choice
0: yeah i immediately saw that uh you know if you had an action replay or you know playing this on a, a modern emulator that like lots of games with self-imposed timers you can just turn them off and play the whole game so oh, wow. in some way jim's <laughs> collection might be the ultimate compilation
2: <laughs> the, most comp- the accidentally most comprehensive collection of sonic games ever if you cheat
0: (laughs) yep i remember back in the day uh what was it smash brothers brawl has the The masterpieces yeah yeah. masterpieces and you know one of the first things people did was just turn all those timers off and it's like wow the ultimate nintendo collection
2: (laughs) (laughs) i love that stuff um the one thing i have to say like we've talked about like all the extras and everything like um, there's lots of really cool music tracks on this. Lots of cool like remixes that you can have playing yeah. in the background of old Sonic stuff, including like remixes of the Sonic CD Japanese music. And that's necessary because you are forced to listen to the U.S. soundtrack yeah. on Sonic CD. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they
1: ported the PC version, and as a result, Europe got stuck with our soundtrack too.
0: Yeah, I do. That is that is interesting. I wanted to mention that, that I, I did boot this one up and just played through a little bit of all of them and sonic cd looks and feels better than i remember but i do it there are a few things from like like you said this is the pc port so you do get the the full screen you know animations for the opening and ending but yes they decided to not bother to you know, go in, make it an option to change the soundtrack. And so it is just the US soundtrack, which, you know, previous episode we decided is not bad, but also that there should always be an option now, <laughs> depending on I preference. Mean,
2: I was just happy to have like a playable version of Sonic like CD again, so yeah do not have a mega CD
1: anymore. Even if it's full of loading screens.
2: Yeah. Yes. Yes. But every time you go back and forth in time. It's just a shame that this would, like, because CD, I feel, is the main selling point. If you look at, like, the cover, it's, like, Sonic and Metal Sonic and a very cool cover. Yeah, for sure. So, but it's a shame that that's, like, its main drawing point is now, like, been completely replaced by the future port of that game. Same
1: same with uh, Fighters, honestly, because the modern port has all those extra characters and stuff. Yeah. Although the,
0: the, and this is, this is uh, a full uh, home release conversion, like the first time ever, and it's still pretty solid. Like I was even surprised going into the options, the, the sound test, and there's even different uh, uh, screen, um, you know, screen stretching options um to you know properly emulate the the cabinet or your you know your your tv at home and it still plays really solid i'm still terrible at it i always make it to metal sonic and give up um (laughs) but it's a solid little port and even um uh, sonic r uh still uh you know still still holds up pretty well you know that's another game that like your mileage may vary whether you know you like it or like playing it or not
1: (laughs) yeah i'm a weirdo so i'm still into it (laughs) yeah
0: i i i still still like it a lot and um
2: it's still the best way to play it is on that one i guess it's the one thing gems collection is going for it is hey sonic r is there in all its glory
0: you can that the the abandoned pc version uh, you can uh, uh, go through the trouble of, of doing lots of fan modifications to make that work, and, and you know tweak the visuals. And but yes, the pop in and play the easiest way to play it is Gems Collection, and that's a it's still really solid. I do
1: like how the Gems Collection version still retains the PC versions, like settings for or changing the display uh, dimensions, and it just doesn't do anything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. Just one of those leftovers. Cause
0: I, I think the, I think it's a, uh, like kind of a Frankenstein port of like Saturn and PC. I thought I, uh, I can't, it's I can't mainly
1: recall. PC, although they did make some changes, mostly just like updating the traveler's tales logo yeah oh yeah you're right
0: (laughs) oh yeah no more cool bunny rabbit i much Uh,
2: prefer that to like the generic tease that you add on there the old one was so cool it looked like a bit of casanova's art from stc you know it was that yeah Yeah.
0: well i i remember it's probably the first time i played uh 3d blast i think i saw that logo and just thinking god I'm, I'm trying to remember the feeling of yeah a kid putting that into my genesis and seeing that cool logo and just like wow there's got to be like a story to that like does he have his own game or, or <laughs> just bring back cool logos like that man corporate you know corporatized minimalism is taken taking that away
2: <laughs> god, that guy could have been in sonic actually you know i look at him again
0: yep yeah like you said especially stc you know his style wouldn't clash at all he would just be you know a, an, one of the emerald hill folk
2: and of course people have redrawn him as sonic characters because of <laughs> course they of have. on oh, <laughs> the internet you never let me down why has someone redrawn him <laughs> as crash bandicoot that's weird because
1: they made a crap they made two crash bandicoot games oh yeah you oh, right. they did, didn't okay,
2: they? okay so there, there is a connection all right fair enough So,
0: before we get into our finale, which is the, as the time of recording, the fairly newly released Sonic Origins, we gotta mention Sonic Classics Collection on the Nintendo DS, which I think released around 2010, which also boasts to include Sonic 1, 2, 3, and Sonic & Knuckles, and the Lock-Ons, and, oh boy, I put this one on my 3ds and booted it up and this one's got some problems uh, <laughs> a favorite
1: of bargain bins everywhere
0: <laughs> yes i do i do also recall seeing this one yes in bargain bins in the walmart you know twenty dollar section constantly on sale and it, this one just ain't ain't good folks um I would even forgive the the fact that the the DS the original screen ratio is not quite one to one the you know the intended four by three old TV so there's a little bit of a a scroll back and forth once you reach the edges of the screen if these games run ran uh, better um, but they don't they run terribly um, like I said I'm no expert on emulation but I can, you can definitely tell immediately when old Sonic games are running correctly because stuff like the blue shield and Sonic one and two, the effect is messed up because it's not running at, you know, 60 frames per second or 60 Hertz, however you call it. And, uh, like when you hit the boss, instead of doing the cool flashing, when you do a hit, they just, you know, turn a different palette because it's not flashing properly and chaos emeralds and rings don't blink like they should. And, yeah, it's it's real bad. They even made the weird decision to, instead of referring to Sonic 3 and Knuckles as Sonic 3 and Knuckles, like the title screen does, they call it Knuckles in Sonic 3 with a really bad Photoshopped logo on the box art. <laughs> and it conf- until I booted it up, it confused me into, uh, like, is this Sonic 3 and Knuckles or is this just Sonic in... Or is this just Knuckles in the Sonic 3 levels? But it is Sonic 3 and Knuckles. It's just called that. And it's super weird.
2: It's just misnaming to be in line with Sonic, with Knuckles and Sonic 2, but they are not the equivalent of one another. Even if you do have to put Sonic 2 and Sonic and Knuckles to get Knuckles in Sonic 2, it is not the other way around. It is the full game. I'm tired. Sorry. Carry on.
1: (laughs)
0: Yes. Well, I feel like by 2010, like we knew that Sonic and Knuckles was always supposed to be the complete version of sonic three and it had been referred to as sonic three and knuckles or s3 and k for Mm. a long time and yeah just to make this decision which you know i think this was done by creative assembly australia which i don't believe exists anymore although creative assembly is makes a bunch of solid titles i i was playing alien isolation again the other day on the switch port which is also fantastic and just thinking like Dang, they just came out of nowhere and made the best licensed alien game ever. And <laughs> <laughs> I think I think they've got, uh, what, something new coming out
1: from, from Sega. Yeah, where, that hyenas shooter.
0: Yeah, which I, I might check it out because the, the the fact that they led with that you are playing, you know, a group of thieves doing high speed shooting and stealing artifacts like Sonic plushies and other Sega memorabilia <laughs> sounds cool. So good for them, but you know rest in peace to creative assembly australia the only title i've played of yours is this terrible sonic game ds collection which nobody should play i'm i even even putting myself in the mind of like a young kid with a ds in 2010 i would be sad if this was the first time they played sonic old sonic games because these are not good
2: but they could have more games in it apparently
1: yeah uh there's evidence to suggest that, like Mega Collection, this was going to at one point include 3D Blast, Spinball, and Mean Bean Machine on top of it.
0: And we know that because there's a design document with weirdly photoshopped logos for these games featuring modern Sonic art. Um, uh, I especially laugh at the Mean Bean Machine, which is a modern clip art of modern Eggman Ooh. and then randomly one of the robots from Sonic Riders. Like, not an egg pawn but the sonic riders robot i guess because the styles clashed less
1: i mean it's got arms yeah yeah beans frankly it's a pretty good choice there's also pretty light on extras honestly like there's maybe 20 uh, bonus character art pieces in there and it's all like the bare minimum stuff like the sonic 1 standing art the sonic drift uh, car art I think like one or two of the uh, screensaver picks. It's it's honestly pretty minimal. I think I believe at one point there was supposed to be like another history of Sonic video and then a trailer for Chronicles, but even both of those got scrapped at some point during development. I don't know this this thing was budget as heck and it kind of showed yeah i
0: i I do like legit feel pangs of empathy for the developers and because i'm sure this was you know they were told yep get the emulator working on a nintendo ds and that's it um
2: (laughs) before we move on to the main event i think it is worth just so people don't get on our case about it briefly acknowledging the one other compilation that's got sonic in the title And that's only in the U.S. That's Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection. Uh, Which isn't really a Sonic Colour compilation. It's just a bunch of uh, Genesis Mega Drive games. And it's only called that in the U.S. It doesn't have that branding over in the U.K. And everywhere else. It's a Sega Mega Drive Ultimate collection. And it's just like, what is it? Like over 40 games of... Various things. It's only got Sonic 1, 2. Is it Sonic 1, 2, 3? 1, 2, 3.
1: 1, 2, 3 and Knuckles with no lock on. And then also 3D Blast, Spinball and Moonbeam.
2: Yep. Well, there you go. That's it. And everything else is a good collection if you want to play a bunch of really good old Mega Drive games, but not really a Sonic compilation. The kind we're talking about doesn't really have any fancy likes. I mean, it's got something of a... It's got a nice menu, but it does have a bunch of interviews about Sonic, apparently, from the developers talking about Sonic (laughs) 6
0: yeah yeah (laughs) yeah like like to to mention again there uh uh, is a a video by a mykonos fan about sonic compilations where he goes into a lot of these weirder ones and stuff like that now what uh uh Mega Drive Genesis collection uh does have is it's you know funny you mentioned earlier uh Valero, the the sitting down with your little CRT in your room and thinking it's not going to get better than this it has a a virtual reality recreation yep. of that where <laughs> <laughs> with a a, a, a a 3D rendering of a room with, yes, a, a Mega Drive on the floor and uh, the, your CRT TV and uh, fully customizable posters of your various <laughs> games and a nice a nice shelf with all of the
2: titles and yeah, I, it's, it's very I, much in the pc version as opposed to the console yes. version but i love i love yeah, it.
1: the console versions don't have three yeah. and
2: knuckles. Yeah, th- this one has three and knuckles in its own case wild <laughs> <share>. <laughs> also, also
1: i don't think the console <laughs> versions have uh eternal champions or the echo games man so yeah
0: i Most would selection. definitely recommend just buying the steam version because it's constantly on sale and all the dlcs on sale and also you can add uh fan mods and extra yep. games and they encourage you it. know no no lock on but you can just straight up drop sonic 3 complete in there to to remedy that and the director's cut of uh sonic 3d blast from the uh you know the original director of that version
2: um and you get to just and if you really want to you can have the tv playing the game right in front of you the little crt if that's the experience you want because it's uh Although I was always, whenever I played it, it was always like uh, in the evening, so it was always kind of creepy for me. It felt <laughs> a bit like playing one of those like Slender Man games, where they are stuck in the room.
1: Uh, <laughs> that's, that's why. That's why I always adjusted the time, so I didn't have to think about it. <laughs> uh, fair enough.
3: I, uh, I have an uh, uh, Oculus Quest Two, which I guess now it's called the Meta Quest Two. <laughs> Corporate. Um, if we ever ever somehow get back to this topic, I'll be able to hopefully have more info on how cool it is. But it is. It's so cool to like at least. Have the headset on, boot up the game, and just look around, and just like pretend that you're this like kid or whatever in his room with like the posters, and there's like a I think a bed to your left, and there's the CRT Archie right. comics on your floor. Yes, uh, it is it's so cool. It like just it, it's just fun being in that room. <laughs> <laughs> you get to see what it's like to be us, yeah,
2: in the nineties <laughs> playing these games on the actual console <laughs> and having Sonic all around you.
0: <laughs> yep. Yep yeah it's a it's a very nice little collection and again i'm like serious where i think when i finally bought it it was like four dollars for the main thing and like uh, you know maybe four extra dollars for all the dlc and it's you know just something to have like on you know on your computer (laughs) just in case you might ever
1: ever want to boot it up not that it includes the sonic games anymore but we'll get to that when we get to that
0: yeah yeah so okay I'm not even sure how to come into this because I, again, I I don't want to like, you can find lots of other sources that point out like the, the shortcomings of this Sonic origins collection. And I, I, Oh, okay. Let me pull up my notes because (laughs) I, I I specifically wrote this down because I want to make sure to, to talk about this. And I've, I've mentioned it a few times, but basically like what, are a lot of these collections like I, I feel like I've t- I've talked about like Mega Collection is probably the best thing. Maybe Mega Collection and Ultimate Mega Drive Collection are probably the closest you're going to get to playing the original versions of these games. Um, like I said, I'm no expert on emulation. I know. Another thing we've also learned recently is that most emulation official and fan for a lot of Genesis games got the sound all wrong mm-hmm. and we've just now gotten to you know gotten to where we were actually hearing how they were intended to be. But to go back to the idea of these collections as presenting these classic Sonic games for a new generation with modern quality of life improvements, I think Sonic Origins before we get into details succeeds at that even with its current problems and you know we're, we're we're dating the recording a lot I can only cross my fingers and hope that they do iron out the wrinkles that are in a lot of these because I very much enjoy and respect what Christian Whitehead, Taxman and uh, Headcanon and Pagoda and all of the you know the Sonic Mania folks that worked on these um, these mobile ports that became like a uh, remake with a Sonic 1 2 CD was the only one released officially on consoles. We, we've kind of covered that one and how the the updates to those are, I guess, I don't want to say bring them in line with modern sensibilities because a lot of them really are just like, like we said, the, the Spin Dash and Sonic 1, things that seem like they always were The the developers wanted that to be there but just couldn't get it to fit and Sonic CD is almost its own like whole other monster where a lot of the stuff they did was just like concepts that they made work into a game but I respect that work a lot but I want to acknowledge that yeah Sonic Origins stealth you know head of uh head canon and you know organized all the people that made the version of sonic three and knuckles that is in origins like said on their twitter and i i'm not going to quote them directly but definitely um um want to state that they are simultaneously not happy with the state of the game but also are not blaming like the people that they worked with directly at sega they specifically mentioned that even the people like in charge of the 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 game as a whole like the producer uh izuka um all the people they talk to you know they're basically not burning any bridges like he didn't say that to say yeah we busted our asses making this and sega f***ed it up like that is the complete opposite of the statement that he made but he's acknowledging that there are issues that they would like to fix and it seems like what happened is that they were contracted to make Sonic 3 & Knuckles in the same style using the the tools and the blueprints set forth by uh, Christian Whitehead with the other ports with Sonic Mania, because that had never been done with Sonic 3 & Knuckles. And then they handed that work to Sega Internal, who put it all into this, this wrapper. Like, uh, Mega Collection had this presentation, so does Sonic Origins, which also includes, you know, new animations by tyson hess you know uh written by ian flynn and restoring the uh the sonic cd opening and ending with um people that work with discotech and their technology of of upscaling and cleaning up and I, i i think all of that stuff works um very much so for me like seeing these new animations in the the story mode where you play all four games start to finish are beautiful they add so much character and also illustrate uh like events we've kind of never seen like i love the sonic 2 one where it's the uh (laughs) i can't remember how to describe them these two like uh uh, badger dog looking chavs that uh (laughs) (laughs) hassle tails um, before uh he sees sonic and that's like oh yeah the little story we've seen in in manuals and in, in translations that uh you know Tails was picked on until he saw sonic and decided to follow him
2: and you know they're chavs because they come the mystic cave music plays while they come yeah. up and that is the sound of someone who's got fruit pastels here they are right now
1: um, you can't steal everything
2: have <laughs> to a little bit
0: yep yep so Uh, yeah i i don't uh i i kind of want to just get this all out of the way before we talk about like the the stuff as a whole because origins uh, i think almost kneecapped itself by including the classic mode which is supposed to be these games like you remember them but all it's doing is is putting these remakes in in four by three and it's not exactly like the you know the classics, so I feel like that invited some um, you know some some criticism. Maybe they didn't intend, and I I, I think people are, are right to criticize it because it, it's not the the classic games. But also, it really breaks my heart. I saw several people just saying like, "Well, what is the point of these remakes?" Period. Uh, if they're different, or or you know they're so busted or broken, and it, I really hate to see people turn on on the work that, uh, uh, you know, tax band stealth and all them have done, because I think it is, it's very good. I mean, we got Sonic mania out of it and this basically into the, the line, like adds stuff from Sonic mania, like the drop dash and modern scaling. These games look beautiful. I think even on a, a, a 4k set. And so I, I guess to, to finish up saying that I acknowledge that Sonic Origins still has as issues, um, I am very upset that Sega is being very opaque with whether or not they're going to smooth that out. Because, like I said, Stealth and he- Head Headcanon have basically said, volunteered, saying, "Yeah, we want to keep working on this and smooth it out." But that's also, you know, not the agreement we set to. We handed off our work, and it's it's in Sega's hands now. I- I'd like to think with with things like uh Sonic Colors Ultimate, which was also kind of a mess of development for a lot of reasons, but Sega was, you know, very committed to to polishing that to an acceptable level. I, I just wanted to make it clear that I do think it succeeds as being a package for a modern audience of I think specifically I, I, I want to say I read an interview, I won't I won't try and quote it, that this was Put forth after the the Sonic movie did so well and probably introduced a lot of younger fans who might have never played a Sonic game or only played like 3D Sonic
1: games. Yeah, that is exactly the reason
0: I I think it succeeds for the most part, but am very, you know, I hope the the problems get ironed out. So this can be the the definitive version, Um, because I think I think some of y'all we were again talking in the pre show that you know if you're if you're somebody like us who's very technically proficient knows about all this fan compilations that yeah that there are uh uh versions the decompilations of the mobile ports uh you know even the the Sonic CD port Sonic 3 complete Angel Island revisited that basically do all of the stuff in origins unofficially You know, going back to like, uh, you know, if I had somebody who said, yeah, my kid likes games, but I don't, you know, know what to get him, I would like to be able to point to origins and say, yeah, this has all of those. And the disappointing part is that it's not a full home run. It's like, you know, a second or third base (laughs) hit. And it, it, it should have been out of the park, like this should have been a no brainer. And I don't know. There is no one person to blame. Um, uh, I I think it's very short sighted to, for any of these Sonic medias to try and blame like, Oh, you know, whoever's the producer of the game or the director or who's ever writing the comics or the, you know, English localization and something goes wrong. It's not one person's fault. Um, It's hard for me not to uh, hop on the radical left highway and to say it's the people in Sega Corporate who for some reason trip all over themselves trying to... To herald every step the Sonic franchise takes, but it seems the opposite effect happens, and they trip all over themselves, making really weird mistakes and things like, like we said, locking off Classic Sonic from the rest of the franchise. You know, we can only speculate, but imposing weird things like, oh, gotta take those voice clips out of Sonic CD, because Classic Sonic doesn't talk, unless it's a comic book, and... So I hope some of that stuff gets ironed out um, because I really have enjoyed my time with Origins. It's been very solid. It needs those wrinkles ironed out. And I I hope that happens. And I'm so sorry for talking for this long.
2: (laughs) So is that all your notes?
0: (laughs) (laughs) Pretty much. So yeah, Sonic Origins. It's all right, isn't it? Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. It's Uh, fine. Just to be fair, like when Sonic Origins was announced, I didn't have the highest hopes. Hearing that they were, we were finally going to get a console release of, like, the much-lauded uh, mobile ports of Sonic 1, 2, and CD. I suppose CD was already out, um, like, consoles yeah. and stuff, but getting them all in one place, uh, was exciting. But when the, tra- the first trailer we got of it, we saw a glimpse of Sonic 3 and it was still in, like, the original aspect ratio. I was like, are they just gonna stick Sonic 3 in the way it was originally? Yeah,
1: th- thankfully, they were, qu- they were quick to, uh, they, they confirmed
2: they weren't. Unfortunately. Yeah, uh, this is there's a brand new version of Sonic 3 uh, and Knuckles, and that's all you get. Yeah. <laughs> if you're, if you, uh, I hate, I, I can understand why they didn't do it, but if you're the kind of person who enjoyed being able to slot your uh, Sonic 1, 2, or 3 into Sonic and & Knuckles and the other collections, that is unfortunately not available to you here, because Sonic 3 & Knuckles is the default, and I get why. It streamlines it to give you the full game as intended, more or less. But it, it, there is something, there's a little part of me that's like, oh, but I liked having the separate ones.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> it's, maybe it's just my entitled gamer brain because I had it before and I don't like having things taken away.
0: <laughs> and, but, I mean, you are right that other compilations did have that option. And aside from Sonic Jam, which didn't, uh, you know, didn't change too much, like this is... The, the other ones were, were emulations, and this one is a... These are complete remakes with different engines. It might be using, you know, the same assets as the original games uh, for the most part. But yeah, these are, like, from the ground up, redesigned.
2: And I have been a little bit misleading. You do technically get to slot in Sonic 1 and 2 uh, into Sonic & Knuckles because you get to play as Knuckles in all the games except for CD. Yes. Uh, because that would be a lot of work, apparently too much work to keep it consistent, fine, whatever. Uh, and you get to play blue spheres as well.
0: And I mean, that is another one of the, where I go to back to like the, the people in charge where it seems like the only brand new work that was done on this aside from Sega internal, putting them all together in a package was Sonic three and knuckles because the (laughs) mobile ports are still just those for, for the most part, uh, Sonic CD, um, Feels like they they went and changed some of those uh, the 2011 releases menus. Um, but yeah, the rest are just the mobile ports. And you could play as Knuckles in Sonic 1 and Sonic 2, but not Sonic CD because that was the first one they did and probably didn't think about it. You know, again, people that know more about programming were saying that Knuckles might completely break that. But then there's also fan versions with Knuckles in it. So I think it comes down to... Sega didn't want to do the extra work. They wanted to get Sonic 3 and Knuckles done first. So again, something that could come in a, you know, a post-release, a a, you know, like Mania got its its plus. You could do that, but then again, Sega's been very not forthcoming with whether they want to do that. Which is another thing that, um, uh, you know, this potential collection could have had is is one of the bonuses you can get is soundtracks to listen to, which sound very nice. But you've got these soundtracks for Spinball, 3D Blast, and Chaotix, even though a lot of them, again, need to be fixed, are mislabeled mm-hmm. with the wrong names. But also, like, man... Like you're telling me in 2022, you couldn't have figured out how to get Knuckles Chaotix on there. Uh, But then I'm sure there was also some talk of, well, we don't want a mix of emulated games and you know these new games. So I don't have my fingers crossed. But that is another thing that stands out Uh, because you know in their cool 3D menus, which I really love, they look very beautiful and apparently use uh, you know engines and assets from the upcoming sonic frontiers because they just left that in the code um Whoops. but they they included 3d islands of of you know mount mobius from sonic spinball and and things things like that
2: um i like island yeah
0: yeah, in Flicky's Island as well and it looks oh it's adorable that that is very cool. But yeah, those games aren't there except for the music and it's it just it stands out a little bit. Um it's it's very hard for me nowadays to not always have a sense of of melancholy when I hear about game development because and I don't want to generalize, but it's almost always bad. Like teams <laughs> that are crunched into the dirt. Yeah. Um, to get stuff done and i I know not every company's like that that there are companies that care about that they just tend to be like very small you know much smaller and not as big as as sega so it it really is everything i like about origins there there is like it seems like there is a a trade-off unfortunately but
2: hey at least it's not at least it's nice to have like a classic sonic uh, aesthetic to this classic sonic um compilation for the first time in a while yeah
0: Yes. Like I, I can't say enough how like gorgeous the presentation is with those little islands and, and the menus and, and lots of the extras and holy crap, they included Sonic mania adventures in like full, you know, I played it on my PS five and I, on my, on my, you know, budget 4k TV, but full resolution I, the first watching those on YouTube, I did not know that there was a texture over the you know the the animation in general, and you can see that in these oh, versions cool. so I am so excited that they included those shorts and uh, you know some other animations as well and, and, and stuff like that so that is definitely up there with mega Collections museum as, as one of my favorites.
1: I only wish that we had gotten more original or like a slightly more varied uh, unlockable music. Cause like all the unlockable tracks are like, it's mostly generations with a few tracks from like smash brothers brawl and uh, team Sonic racing. And that's about it. And I really wish that they had gone a little bit more in depth, a little bit more obscure in the tracks they included. Like the image gallery has like covers of some of the old Sonic albums, like virtual Sonic. And it's like, That would have been so cool to have those songs unlockable in the actual game.
2: Yeah, way to tease us. Yeah, It's like giving us the comic covers without the comics. Why won't you give us the music, (laughs) darling?
0: I know. Which, speaking of music, it's also the elephant in the room. We've kind of already talked about it, but this is the version of Sonic 3 and Knuckles. They include the original music but yeah none of the brad Buxer tracks so ice cap launch base carnival night and then
2: the knuckles theme uh, the knuckles theme is just sonic and knuckles uh knuckles okay. Theme. they don't they don't use the prototype one they do reuse the credits music but not for the credits just like the pre-credit sequence with uh the angel island you get a little glimpse of yeah. the old prototype credits
0: and I thought even something in that new transition from three to and knuckles, which is another thing I love. Yeah. That's
2: so cool. That's just straight, uh almost straight up taken from Sonic free complete. Let's be honest. Yes. just Using the <laughs> Sonic and Knuckles opening of the death egg falling on the yeah. lava reef mountain i love that we finally have an official
0: you know you get the sonic 3 boss and the big arms fight and As it properly transitions it you know yes <laughs> into sonic sonic and knuckles
2: oh it's and, the, so and good. the little added uh unused uh robotnik sprite of him like ringing off to the dead yeah. in the background. <laughs> yep yep i like that too
0: apparently the 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 music for this was finalized by June Senoi who was part of the original Sega audio team for, for these games. And then he, um, composed a new theme for super and hypersonic. Now, like I said, point of contention. I don't mind it. Um, i i know i think you specifically chris have said it sounds too sonic 4 like for your tastes
1: (laughs) uh
2: yeah it's 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 uh, it beats the invincibility theme playing over and over because that loops real early and if you're playing a supersonic or hypersonic, you're doing that for a while. Yeah. I just, and I, I appreciate June Sennaway going back and creating Sonic and Knuckles specific melody here that sort of ties to the title theme and everything. I just don't really like the instrumentation and the and the general melody is a bit Sonic 4-ish for my liking. And the fact that he, that he is using Sonic 1 and 2 drums as opposed to Sonic 3 1, so it sounds a bit out of place. I
0: was going to say, I've seen people point that out and I can't, I can't, I, I mean, I don't dismiss that. I can't disagree. I, it is one of those things to where the, also a lot of the audio, Um. Uh, again, I, I don't know exactly why, if it was just the assets they were given, but seems quieter in Sonic three and knuckles
2: in the other games, a bit muffled, but I, a bit of mono almost, it feels like at times.
0: Yeah. I only n- notice it when it's played up against other music like especially if you're listening to it in the gallery but that is another thing that i hope you know could potentially be fixed um it it feels very weird to acknowledge it and this is just my personal opinion acknowledging it that it is a problem that is different but also does not affect my personal enjoyment of the game because i don't notice it until someone points it out i think that's Maybe that's where some people get tripped up is that you can criticize that, hope they fix it, but also say that it's low on the, you know, my personal priority Um, because, you know, I do see somebody say and again, I think it is it is important to, to make sure you don't catch yourself is that defending Sega, the company is different from me defending like the work that uh, headcanon put into this. If that makes sense, like Sega is mm-hmm. a big company. They make lots of money. They can fix this if they want. Um, but yeah, that it's not like corporate bootlicking to not on people's hard work that they obviously did put into that.
2: There's obviously like all the individual people working on assets for this obviously a lot of passion from everyone involved from the people creating the opening sequence the animated sequences that tyson has directed and and uh, ian flynn wrote and like the re- remastered i guess upscaled versions of the sonic cd opening and endings you're like there, there is a lot of really great work going into this from individual people it's just hard not to be cynical about sega and how they handled the package
0: Yes, I do. I just want to make sure that we are making a, a clear drawing a line in the sand that there is a difference between criticizing the two. Like I will criticize Sega all day, but I do, you know, I, I do. I do not want to to denigrate people who yes, I'm sure we're very passionate. I mean, geez, I'm Sonic pa- fans are incredibly passionate. Mm-hmm. And like, I think most of the people who worked on this game would count themselves among that. And, yeah, I just wanted to make that very clear that it's, you know, that that there is a difference.
2: You can criticize this without being hyperbolic. Uh, Yes, exactly. Uh, I.e. every YouTube video that comes out (laughs) about Origins every day. And you can't help that. You know, it's clickbaity stuff. It's just like the one I saw that someone says, like, oh, what was it again? Sega deliberately sabotaged Sonic Origins? Yeah, because they don't want money.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Honestly... If you call in today with your pledge you too can pay for treatment for people that suffer from youtube brain it's a debilitating (laughs) eventually fatal disease that affects hundreds of millions of billions of people unfortunately
2: i do (laughs) feel like i can understand where people come from sometimes and i think it's specifically with this because Sonic for knuckles is my favorite Sonic game and anything that doesn't come out right for it it sort of sets off that dumb Sonic fan in my head that's like oh they are breaking it they are ruining my favorite what have they done darn you (laughs) sake you can't help but become that kind of fan sometimes I've noticed as much as I try to be like above all the other people saying I am smarter than all the other Sonic fans and their petty squabbles of whether Sonic should do murder or not (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Wait a minute, they changed the music for Supersonic? This is egregious! How dare they? <laughs> you know, you, you have those those knee-jerk reactions that sometimes become YouTube videos for some people, I guess. I, I try to be
0: self-aware and also indulge sometimes. I mean, literally just doing the boy, everyone is stupid but me when it comes to Sonic fans. <laughs> but I know that's not true. I I think the best thing to do in that case is just be honest with yourself and others. Like, start, you know, like, be super pissed about stuff you don't like, but just be honest with, like, yeah, don't lead with the, like you said, the conspiracy level, you know, <laughs> Sega did this on purpose to spite me. <laughs>
2: and for the, for, the, for the love of all that is holy do not scapegoat one particular person in any of this process uh, yes. like come on it's not good like I'm sorry this is not the work of Ian Flynn this is not the work of Tyson Heston nor anybody involved in headcanon or anything it's not one individual person all of this comes from up top it always has done <laughs> da da
1: yes. <clears throat>
0: <sighs> well, your boss he says and we'll censor that <laughs>
1: I'm very tired. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh goodness! But uh, yeah, I, I I really hope that didn't come off too heavy. I mean, it, it is just a lot of hey, we are dipping into uh, a, a a current Sonic fandom issue, so things are going to get a little heavier than we usually do on the show.
2: But well, everyone's going to have forgotten about it by the time this episode comes out, most likely, and moved on to whatever is wrong with Sonic Frontiers, <laughs> I guess. Yeah.
0: Well, fingers crossed that by the time this episode comes out, that they announce a substantial patch for Origins. And <laughs> you know, I'll leave that in so I can come back to it in a future episode and then be very sad. <laughs> <laughs> but but we'll see. Hey, guess what they did as of August of this year. So go take a look at those patch notes. And if that sounds like it fixed some of the problems that may have held you off from trying it out, then Give it another shot. And if you're interested in it, I would say, yeah, p- pick up the collection. I'm also sure it'll go on, like, sales on all the storefronts eventually. Oh, for sure. Like, all, all, all these Sonic
2: games do. But.
1: I did get all of the achievements in Sonic Origins on the first day because I have no self-control. Holy crap. Uh,
2: <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, they're not very difficult. And then uninstalled it, if I remember correctly. <laughs> <laughs>
1: My <laughs> final completion time for all achievements was 6.9 hours. So that was pretty nice. Wow. Uh,
2: <laughs> nice. To be fair, some of the achievements are fly as tails, glide as knuckles. Yes, but pro, <laughs> pro <laughs> tip, <laughs>
1: yeah. uh, you can use the level select cheats to beat. They, they won't penalize you for doing it. So, Ooh. That's a quick, easy way to beat all the games and get those achievements.
2: <laughs> Got to proceed quickly.
1: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like, my, my general thoughts on Origins are, yeah, it's, it's fine, but I know it could be better because the individual components mm-hmm. have been better. And I would love to see them get polished up a little bit more, either officially or through mods or whatever, just to get them that last way last little bit over the finish line to become the theoretical definitive ways to play these games
2: i just want the kids to be able to play the best versions of these because we loved them and they deserve nothing better than that but maybe there's a good chance there are a lot of children playing this who don't give a flying toss (laughs) about any of the things that we have any take exception to
0: that is true which, again, doesn't excuse, you know, things that Sega no. the company could fix. But yes, we do need to remember that a lot of this, the minutiae we talk about is uh, probably not considered by yeah kids who are the same age that we were when the Genesis Mega Drive games came out. Probably, yeah, don't don't give a shit about any of the things we <laughs> talked about. And that's fine. That is that is 100% fine. Um, yeah, God, I forgot to mention that I do not ever want to go back to the special stages in the original games because it's, it's just so much better. Uh, I, Sonic Mania gave me the blue sphere um, brain worms to where <laughs> I am. I, I I don't want to say really good. I'm really good at these standard stages. Uh, I'm not diving into like the blue sphere randomly generated s- those or the scary ones with new spheres in Sonic Origins. I'm glad it exists. But yes. And seeing those very run very smoothly with the nice redone graphics are. Oof.
1: I do think that the Sonic one special stages actually feel a little bit tougher in origins just because like the smooth scrolling instead of the slow tick 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 as it rotates kind of throws me off it also feels like it picks up speed a lot faster than before too
0: yeah this is the one version where i noticed that the up and down circles actually increase that um yeah i don't know i mean i did i've i've got all the chaos emeralds and time stones in every (laughs) in every game Maybe we'll see in another ten years if they can trace back the special stages. Have ruined my eyesight even worse than it already is. <laughs> that's the feeling I get. <laughs> I
2: feel like it didn't take as long with the special stages on Sonic CD this time, and I realize it's because we did this really recently, yeah, so yes. we're both especially prepared yeah, to handle everything yeah. Sonic CD has in store for us.
0: And letting you retry them with the the oh, coins yeah. you earn is absolute genius. Like, yes, what a great idea! No notes,
2: <laughs> sure beats going back to the main menu and going back in like I was doing on uh, the port.
0: Yes, or or trying to get the timing just right and hitting reset on the Mega Drive and seeing mm-hmm. if it it counted it or not. <laughs> Oh, so yeah, to to end it on a on a, a positive note there, some good improvements, but yep, that is the the our compilation of Sonic Compilations. Whoa! <laughs> it was really nice to 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 try some of these for the first time. Like, I can't believe I got Jam running just good enough. Thank you for your help with that. <laughs> Absolutely. Luke, to to be able to mess around with Sonic World and it's it's very adorable. Um. And yeah, like I said, really make me sit down and think. I think I I, I think uh, you said it already. Definitive is probably the better word to use for a lot of these than like. Uh, you know pr- preserving or or sh- you know preserving the originals here, and yeah, I also hope origins becomes becomes that for for a new generation, yeah um, e-
1: even if they are not perfectly preserved, I think the real kind of important thing about these compilations is that, in the case of the Sonic One specifically it 's consistently been about trying to introduce these games to a new generation and put them forth in their best light. They're, they're meant to be a celebration of Sonic's past and to help show all these newcomers just why everybody fell in love with the franchise in the first place. And I get the sense that that absolutely worked for a lot of people when it came to, like, jam and mega collection. And I'm yeah. hopeful that the same will apply to Origins in the years to come.
2: Just like with every new upcoming 3D Sonic game, every time they, uh, Sega releases a compilation like this, they're trying to make new Sonic Generations. Yeah.
1: <sighs> I see what you did, <laughs> It's what Look, at the end of the day, whatever you think about any of these compilations, it's still more work than has ever been put into a Mario compilation.
3: Hey. Well, <laughs> oh,
2: super Mario All-Stars is all right. The first time. <laughs> yeah. Yep, and that was yep. it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mario, hey, at least they remade the games, but then they thought, "Hey, let's re-release this forever at full price." Gosh, dang it, Nintendo.
0: Man, you want to talk about a company that has problems with preserving its own history. Yeah. <laughs> woof. But that is not our purview on this show, but <laughs> And that wraps up another episode of The Hill is Always Greener. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this one. Uh, Again, it was a lot of fun revisiting some of these and, and playing them for the first time. And uh, I, f- I feel like I, I personally got a lot off my chest of various thoughts about like what it means to to uh, preserve these games and present them to uh, new players. Um, but I am uh, Jeremy, uh, also known as Game Buddy most Places, and you can follow me on Twitter at GreatJobJeremy. Jeremy, uh, that is
1: GR and the number eight. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at
3: Cyberlink 420. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube at Rock the Jake.
2: And you can find me at Falero on Twitter and just about every other social media. That's F A U L E R Double. No, wait, that's not right. That's not how you say follow. that. Follow. <laughs> it's F-A-U-L-E-R-R-O. Your
1: Australian counterpart. So go
2: follow me if you want to see uh, cave girls all the time, apparently. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's okay by me. Um As always, a very special thanks to Amy Waters for the use of our theme song from the album Gotta Go Slow. Uh, You can check out more of her work on YouTube and Bandcamp and other social medias and definitely do. That album especially, I think, slots right into the same uh, easy listening as like the Mega Collection soundtrack.
1: Sure does. For sure. And of course, please remember to like, rate, share, subscribe. Basically, do all the usual subscriber stuff for the podcast, because we really like doing this. We want to keep doing this and you doing all that stuff helps us to grow the audience. So
2: just like I warned before, the, all that clickbait stuff that we made fun of in this episode, we're going to start doing it. If y'all don't, cause we're desperate <laughs> for people to pay attention to us.
0: <laughs> no. And I know lots of shows say that, um, but the truth is that it works. Like that is not like, Clickbait hearsay like engaging with the show, writing reviews on Apple podcasts, spreading it around does actually help more people see it. And, uh, you know, we do this because we are good friends who like sharing our, our sonic thoughts and, and formats And it is fun to do, but also, yes, it is in our free time Uh, (laughs) and it would be much easier uh, uh, to know that there's a built in audience to 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 get that out there. So thank you very much for the people that do that. I, I really do. Just knowing that, you know a handful of, of people are, our, our regular listeners really does warm the cockles of my heart. Um, so yes, thank you very much. Thank, um, thank
2: you for always having something to say, AE double, you're off you're <laughs> one, the one OG of the oh, show. Yes. Sure. Oh,
0: <laughs> yes, absolutely. I, <laughs> oh man, I'm going to get a little choked up. No, I'm going to cut that out. No, <laughs> it, it really does. But next time, I said that like very much like a a next time on Sonic (laughs) X. Don't miss it. No. Mm -hmm. So next time on the hill is always greener. I think we are going to dip into uh, again, some, uh, uh, non Sonic game media and good golly gosh. Is it finally time to talk about set AM? Sure is. Yes, it must be.
2: Uh, we've, we've been dunking on it for a while. (laughs) No, uh, there's, there is, you know what, it's not, It's nice to, we, we're always focusing on positives here, and I think we're going to have a fun time talking about something very specific in uh, what is known as Satayam, or ABC Sonic the Hedgehog, if you will.
0: Yep, I think we have decided we are going to look at the two-parter episode, uh, Blast to the Past.
2: Uh, more time travel! Woo, yeah, we love that on this podcast, apparently. <laughs> Can't wait till we do our Sonic on the Fourth Dimension episode. <laughs> Ooh, hey you say that
0: yes i'm excited to read those books i've never read them before oh,
2: i guess we're gonna but that's not that's not next episode by the way <laughs> <like> no <laughs>
0: next time yes we are
2: we are uh
0: watching some Saturday episodes blast to the past the two-parter uh, one of the few times, uh, uh, Sir Tim Curry appears as, uh, the unnamed, uh, <laughs> uh, King Acorn. But yeah, I think that'll be really fun. Um, yeah, like you said, we dunk on set AM. I have some really good memories of, of a lot of episodes, especially the ones I had on VHS as a kid that I watched dozens and dozens of times. So I'm looking forward to that. But, uh, until then
2: I'm game buddy. I'm Cyberlink. I'm rock the Jake. And I'm Falero, and, hey, judging by your outrage, I'm guessing someone's having fun. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Goodbye, everybody.